there was a blue tint across the city that embraced the dry, cold winds that caressed the entire place. Snow covered the city, the streets, the buildings, and the old abandoned vehicles in a quiet realm. There was not a soul in sight, the place seemingly inhabited only by the sounds of winds brushing up against the surfaces, now covered in ice. The sun was now setting on this hauntingly serene sight, just when the silence was finally broken by the sounds of a lone pair of footsteps in the thick, snow-covered terrain. A man, about forty years of age, dressed in a dark military camouflage, covered by a thick fur coat that was more suited to feminine tastes, walked along the road. He wielded a small knife, military grade, as he slowly walked up to a black car left right around the corner of the street, resting under the shade of a tiny building, presumably a restaurant or a shop of sorts. Not that it mattered now, in this cold hellscape. He crouched as he walked towards the car, as if trying to conceal the sounds of his movements, hiding them under the sounds of the blowing winds. A huge proportion of his face was covered by thick black cloth, presumably to help keep his face warm, shielding them from the cold. Donovan. He heard his name whispered in the emptiness. The speaker's sex remained unknown to him. The whisper was too faint to be recognized but loud enough to interpret. Donovan. He heard again. He was afraid now. This was something he was not prepared for. A part of him believed that this was nothing but a trick of the mind, an auditory hallucination and nothing more. But he knew the truth. This was real. Very real. His fear was what kept him from calling out to the whispers or even look around for the source. All he did was walk up to the car. He took a look inside the car through the open window. There was a man inside, a rather large man. He wore a very handsome dress, sitting still as his dark blood stained the white of his shirt. He was very obviously long dead, a pistol on his lap, gripped by his left hand while his mouth lay wide open. The blood stains behind him on the back seat pretty much told the story. It was an old stain. The cold had banished the blood to the leather seat covering and the glass windows. The city was dead, and with it, the fat millionaire in this car. Donovan reached for the man's pistol from the window and checked for bullets. It was almost full, just missing three shots. The rich man had taken up to defend himself from whatever plagued this city, but he had fallen into a sense of hopelessness and chose an easier fate from what he had witnessed others fall prey to. One to the head, one through the window. Donovan deduced. Whatever the man was shooting at, it terrified him, enough so that he'd rather swallow a bullet. Donovan. He heard this whisper once again. This time he jolted his head in alert. In here. He looked towards the car window this time, and what he saw shocked him. So much so, 
he fell back on the ground in the snow, aiming his gun at the car. The dead man peered through the open window, only restrained by the seatbelt, his jaw wide open in a hungry grin. The man's eyes widened, and his tongue stuck long out of his mouth like a snake. The man hissed at Donovan, just when he unloaded a shot into the thing's face, sending it back into the car. There was no blood. Donovan lay back, looking towards the sky, breathing heavily in relief as he did, just when he heard the door slowly click open. It was dark. Night had brought with itself an eerie silence, only broken by an array of wheels of heavy vehicles driving down the road. Donovan sat in the back of his truck in his uniform, gripping his rifle with both hands and looking down the barrel. There were three others with him, all silent like him, and there was something about this operation that had him feeling uneasy. You're the man. That's what his dad told him to tell himself whenever he felt fear. You're the man. The voice echoed in his head. His dad was long gone, but his voice still lingered in his head. And on this mission, he needed it. They weren't given much information about their mission, but all he knew was that this was more of a report what you see, as Donovan would have described it, rather than a certain rescue operation, as they'd been told. Does anyone else feel that? The soldier next to Donovan said. What the fuck's wrong with you all of a sudden, Maddie? The man opposite Matt asked. I don't know, man. There's, there's something wrong. It's seriously wrong about this whole thing. Matt replied. The man replied to Matt. Well, yeah. Sending the damn army in the middle of a city. They won't even tell us what's wrong, so... Yeah. I feel you. The truck stopped moving. The soldiers were nervous. Everyone felt the tension in the tightly packed chamber they sat in. What the fuck? Is this it? The soldier opposite Matt said. There was a bit of a silence, but that was it. There were no sounds from the front of the truck. The other fleets also seemed to just stop, as nothing could be heard except the sounds of the wind and the breathing of the men in the truck. Hey, everything alright in there? Donovan asked the driver. No reply. Fuck this. I'm out. Matt said as he stormed out from the back of the truck. The men called out to him as he ran to no avail. Donovan cursed under his breath before getting off the truck. Sit tight, I'm gonna go get him, he said, before running after Matt. Running on the ice, grasping his rifle tight, Donovan stopped when he realized that he had lost sight of Matt. He called out to Matt. He was only met with the silence of the night. The darkness didn't help much either. There was almost no lights here except for the lights from the trucks. The moonlight seemed to be completely absent. Then, there was the sound of gunfire. Panic screams and crashes could be heard. Donovan turns to rush to the truck, slipping down and falling face first into the snow. He moaned slightly and tried to stand up straight. As he did, a man got out from one of the trucks, pointing his gun holding it in the left hand and clutched what seemed to be a grenade in his right. Donovan didn't know what to do when the man suddenly rushed towards him, 
except raising his gun at the man and firing at him. The explosive dropped, sending Donovan down onto the street below the bridge he stood upon. His head spun as the world around him went black. Time passed. Maybe an hour. Maybe a day. Donovan was on his feet again. He stumbled on the snow, embracing himself to gather some kind of body heat within to work against the piercing snow. He had but little memory of what happened for a while, but he walked on forward. There was nothing in this wasteland but a snow-covered city. No sounds. No people. Nothing. Donovan walked on, now the cold really getting to him. Something was seriously wrong with this place. The cold was unnatural. The silence was unsettling, and the emptiness was eerie. Now, walking for hours, he finally spotted something that made him feel some relief. Or so it seemed to be. Lay on the ground, her back resting on the door of some kind of shop. He rushed to her, gathering all his remaining strength to power through the cold. Ma'am, he called out to her. Are you alright? She remained uncomfortably still. It's alright, ma'am. I... Donovan knew the obvious all along, but was in denial, until she was just a few feet from him. She had been deceased a long while. Her body was frozen in the cold. He wasn't really shocked when he saw this. In a way, he hadn't fully accepted the situation he was in. He took her coat after he checked for any signs of life to keep himself warm. As ashamed a man like him would be to admit... He was thankful for the coat he found on this woman. Had she not been lying lifeless here, he probably would have been instead. He walked on, putting his hands into the coat's pocket to warm them, when he found something. A black scarf. It was a lucky find for Donovan. Then he heard something. Like the snow shifting behind him. He turned to see the woman's corpse now lying sideways, her peacefully resting eyes now wide open and staring right at him. Donovan wanted to call out to her, but something in his gut told him to keep walking, which he had learned to listen to over the years. In the night, he found a tiny shelter for himself in what seemed to be an old Chinese restaurant. He locked himself up in the bathroom, clutching the pistol he had found earlier today in the rich man's car. He lay thinking about it. It had been a terrifying encounter, but whatever that man had become, it was certainly no human. Donovan saw the door open as the man dropped out on all fours, like some sort of rabbit beast, and let out a long growl, his face still into the maddening grin as he did his long tongue seeming to taste the air itself. While his mouth drooled, Donovan opened fire at the thing, unloading the entire round into its face, standing up only when the beast was down for sure. Even then it showed signs of movement, and Donovan ran. Ran until his lungs felt like they would collapse, and heart beat like it would burst. Even in this murderous cold, he felt his body heat up. 
Now he lay here in the night, the memory of the encounter keeping him up in the tight bathroom space he found himself in. Hopefully he would find a way out of this soon. The morning light came, but that wasn't what woke him up. It was the sound of gunshots. There was someone out there. Donovan walked out of his small hiding place and into the snow, clutching his knife and pistol as he did. There, in the distance, were two silhouettes of what seemed to be a man and a woman. Hey, the woman said to him. Donovan stood still, not knowing what to do. He did remember one of those things whispering to him, so he wasn't sure if these were real people he saw. The man then shouted out the the man then shouted out to him. Prove that you're human. Donovan stood in silence for a while, thinking of what he should do. He decided that the appropriate thing would be to answer back and test those two in the distance. He had the question clear in his mind, and the words came to his lips as he spoke out as loud as his condition allowed him to speak in. What? There was a gunshot right at Donovan as he fell on the snow. His blood sprinkled on the white surface as he looked up to the sky, coughing and struggling to stay awake. He felt weak, and the pain stung. Was it his end? He wasn't sure, but he would rather die from a bullet rather than from whatever that thing he encountered yesterday was. That was for sure. He felt himself fading as his weakness slowly overcame him and the world turned black. He woke up a while later in a warehouse, bound to a seat by a thick rope. He could easily wriggle out of this mess of a knot, but he felt too weak to. A woman, the one who had presumed, the one who he had presumed shot him, judging by the same coat she wore, was examining his wound, oblivious to the fact that he was conscious again. Donovan let out a little grunt. The woman startled, moved back a little. A man got into the room, and she reached up to him hurriedly. He pointed a gun at Donovan. Donovan looked up. Now his mind was clear as day, as he could make out the faces of the both of them. The woman was rather at an average height, around 5'6", wearing a coat as she had when he was shot. Unarmed, and blue eyes wide open, staring in fear, she bit her lower lip, which was chapped in this cold. Her blonde hair flowed down to her shoulders in a tangled mess. She was a younger woman, a girl, perhaps in her thirties. She was definitely around eighteen or twenty, Donovan guessed. The man was at least 5'11", wearing a Christmas sweater underneath a thick coat. The collar of a pink shirt peeked to the neck of his sweater. He wore glasses over his brown eyes. His hair was dark, and so was his mustache. Not a very grand or magnificent style, but rather a simple generic style, though unkempt. He was most definitely not a fierce warrior, judging by his somewhat bulging love handles and shapeless figure. Not overweight in the slightest, but rather a simple, so-called dad bod. He was noticeably shaking as he pointed his gun at Donovan. 
Donovan waited for the man to say something. There was nothing but this awkward standoff. The man was about to speak, but Donovan spoke out. What's happening out there? The man replied to him in a low voice. You're human, are you? Donovan coughed. Yes. What kind of question is that? The man replied. Out there, there, there are things, and we don't know what's happening. We can't risk you being one of them. I'm, I'm sorry. There was silence after that. God damn it, just at least try to convince me that you're a human. Don't be quiet. The man clenched his fists and then covered his face with his palm as the young woman took the gun from him. She walked over to Donovan and observed his wound. He stared right back at her. She pressed her thumb into the wound and Donovan's soul tore apart. He screamed in agony as he felt the sting move up to his hip. She let him go and walked back, still pointing the gun at him. He tumbled on the ground and a puddle of spittle formed around his face, originating from his mouth. He kept on screaming, struggling to get out of those ropes as he did. She immediately got to him and cut open his ropes, removing them from him. He feels pain, I guess. And he bled as well, so he hasn't turned, she told the man. Turned? She squatted down and looked him in the face. You're alright. It's okay. Donovan stood up, steadying himself as he slowly did. The woman moved back a little. Jesus Christ, I'm not a zombie. The woman laughed a bit. I can help you. I'm from the army. We were attacked. I don't know what's going on here, but I do know that we aren't safe here. We need to leave this city ASAP, Donovan said with his back straightening and chest protruding. The woman offered her hand and Donovan shook it. My name's Kristen, Kristen Gilligan, and that's Mr. Rosen, Donovan Black. Well, Donovan Black, we as sure as hell won't be going anywhere tonight. She said it so calmly, Donovan felt unsettled. Why? Those things out there, their numbers increase at night. I don't know where they come from. In a clumsy motion, Mr. Rosen turned the gun and dropped it, jumping back in slight startlement. Donovan picked up the gun and examined it. It was a pistol, a twenty-two. You're not very good at this, are you? Donovan asked Mr. Rosen. Mr. Rosen replied with a shrug. Too heavy for me. Christine here was telling me how to use one of these when... when you got hurt. I never wanted anything to do with the violence and guns. They never teach you how to use one of these during math. You're a professor. High school teacher. Not that it matters now. He said it was such embarrassment, looking at the floor and laughing slightly as he adjusted his glasses. There was a moment of silence, which was broken by Kristen. So, 
What's the plan, military man? There have to be more survivors. We have to get them and take them with us, Donovan declared. Obviously not tonight. Kristen chimed in. Donovan nodded. Suddenly, there was a thud and a crash as a window cracked and something came in. Mr. Rosen stepped back from the window, his hand on his chest, and Kristen patted himself, looking frantically for a weapon. Donovan walked up ahead of both of them, making himself a barrier of defiance against whatever maleficent force had broken through. It appeared to be a man. He was on the ground, convulsing as the broken shards of glass pierced through him. His limbs twisted and turned, and so did his head. His skin grew scaly, and his expression was that of intense sadness, almost forming tears, which ran down the forehead of his twisted head. Like some foul canine, he barked in an eerie human voice and began to run at them. Donovan fired. One shot. Two shots. And then three. The thing finally fell and stopped. What the fuck? Donovan murmured to himself, still pointing his gun at the twitching thing. A roar rang from outside, loud enough to shake all the glass windows still intact. Oh no, Kristen said. Mr. Rosen started to pray, his voice shaking in fear. There was a gigantic, bald, humanoid being with eyes like that of a spider that walked towards them. Donovan could see it through the window. It was muscular and wore a belt, lined with something Donovan couldn't make out clearly. Mr. Rosen could. He fainted from the sight of the human heads dangling from the thing's belt as it made its way to them. Donovan didn't know what to do. In a rush, he looked around, his heart pounding at his chest. He picked Mr. Rosen up on his shoulder. He was a slightly heavier man, but Donovan was strong. His hip hurt, but this was no time to complain. Come, he shouted out to Kristen to follow. She walked over to the now-deceased creature with three bullets in it and picked it up. What the fuck are you doing? Donovan screamed at her. I saw this in a show. She ran with him out the door and away from the approaching thing. It noticed them running away and followed them, now running to them. She was slowed down by the weight of the thing she was carrying. Donovan noticed the dinosaur of a being getting closer and closer. It roared as it closed the distance. Drop it, Kristen. Donovan didn't have to yell twice. She did as he asked and dropped it. The giant stopping to examine the twisting corpse and then bent down and started to consume it fiercely. Kristen was getting exhausted, running behind Donovan as he noticed, slowing his pace, also getting tired. Donovan broke open the window of a building and placed Mr. Rosen carefully on the floor, clear of all the broken glass. He monitored Kristen to come over and handed her the gun. Take this. I'll be back soon. 
I promise. Uh, don't go anywhere. He walked to the giant, still feasting on the body, and stopped just a few feet from it. The monster noticed and lifted its head. The face was so ugly, almost like it was burned by acid. The eyes shone black like a spider as a thin pink strip, which Donovan could only assume was his tongue, cleansed the flesh of its spider-like jaws. The being tackled Donovan into the icy terrain, screeching a horrid sound as it did, and flexed its two fangs to crush his skull. Donovan reached for the knife in his pocket and tore apart the jaws from the middle. He then raised his pistol and shot it. The inside of his skull emptied through. He lay in the snow. The blood of the being wrapped around the blade, still in his hand. He looked up at the sky and now laughed hysterically. Staring up, he looked at the monstrosity on the ice and put another shot into the thing before turning back and walking to the shop where he left his fellow survivors. He quietly said to himself as he did, I'm the man. <laughs>